This is a Rooster Teeth production. Everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Annual Pass. This is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks, rides, shows, attractions. If it happens at a theme park, it happens here on Annual Pass. I am your host, Jack Patillo. And of course, joining me as always are my lovely, talented, and beautiful co-hosts, Jeff Ramsey and BK. Hi, guys. Hi, Jeffrey. Hi, Hello. Beeks. Hello. How, How are, are you? How are you doing today? I'm good. Do you have a rough night last night, Jeff? You got your sunglasses on? No, I'm just extra cool today. Oh, cool. I decided I was going to be very cool I, I today. Cool. Yeah. I can't believe you're wearing that hat, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, if you're watching, us right now if you're listening to us right now you can also watch us over at youtube.com slash annual pass if you want to see our live version or our video version where you can see our uh, you know our faces and whatnot if you're into that or you can listen to us on all the various podcast platforms follow us on the social medias annual underscore pass over on twitter instagram and annual pass pod over on tiktok we finally have a video editor we yeah. finally Woo! have a video editor so we're gonna be putting up tons of stuff we shot like forever ago so also, don't forget to support the Savannah Bananas and Rat Castle. <laughs> Rat Castle's awesome. That's our friend's podcast. BK's the, the ol- BK's the only one repping our gear today. Oh, I got a you different got another, podcast. Other yeah. podcast shirt on. No, this is uh, Rat Castle's, our friend, uh, I know, our friend Nathan I know. and Dave's podcast. I absolutely not. And, and Sherry and all these other And the Savannah Bananas folks. are the greatest banana ball baseball team in the world. I, mean, I got I got in trouble yesterday in a live stream yeah, from, from Eric because he says <laughs> I wear this hat too much. You I should be wearing trouble. rooster teeth hats. So, uh, so a little, little making it like behind the scenes, making it a sausage type thing here. We were, t- as of today, recording this episode, we were supposed to be at Universal Studios Florida recording episodes about Halloween Horror Nights. So you're listening to this now. This is October 6th when this came out. We were supposed to be there last week recording the episodes, but uh, Hurricane Ian had different plans for us. Yeah. So uh, that's unfortunate, but we're, we're working on rescheduling our trip out to Florida pretty soon. <laughs> And uh, getting out there before Halloween Horror Nights is up. What, what are you giggling at, Jeff? Well, I just—I I mean, uh, yeah, I guess it's unfortunate for us, but it's way more unfortunate for the people of Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, hopefully, everyone's staying safe out there. We have a lot of friends out there. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it sounds like I've, everyone I've sort of checked in with all my friends that I know. Everyone seems to be okay. Um, and so that's good. And it sounds like you know, and it's crazy. The park shut down. Yeah. So Universal and Disney both shut down on Wednesday and Thursday, and that doesn't happen often. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. Uh, a category four hurricane of that size doesn't happen often either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it, it had been a while before a big hurricane had hit yeah, it's or, been years Florida. Since one so has come, so. Uh, actually, I, fun fact: I have a list here of other times that Universal has shut down over the years. Really? really? Uh, so September fifteenth, nineteen ninety nine. So they went almost a decade before their first shutdown. Hurricane Floyd. Remember that one? That was a big one. Mm. Uh, then September eleventh. Obviously, all the parks shut down for September eleventh. And then August two thousand four was Hurricane Charlie. Charlie. I think Charlie uh, was that, a bad hurricane. Yeah. That was a big one. Uh, October 7, 2016 was Hurricane Matthew. Mm-hmm. And then September 10th through 12th was Hurricane Irma back in 2017. That was not too long ago, five years ago. Mm. And then obviously uh, COVID shut them down. Yeah. So that was, you know, pretty big deal. And then, of course, uh, the last couple of days, September 28th and 29th because of Hurricane Ian. So doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's pretty significant. You're a fellow Floridian, right? I, I do not like to subscribe to that, but unfortunately, <laughs> yes. You're, you're, well, I mean, I'm not a Floridian. I, I was born in Alabama. But she's, I, she's Florida woman. I so. spent most of my childhood in Florida. Same like I, I, I lived in Florida and uh, 
I got to say, I do not miss hurricanes. Mm-mm. And when I wasn't in Florida, I lived in Louisiana or Alabama. Oof. All on my entire life, is, childhood was on the Gulf Coast. I yeah. never escaped it. Thankfully, Texas, we haven't, we don't really have a lot of major natural disasters. I mean, uh, you know, there's hur- there's tornadoes up north, Texas. Knock on wood. Yeah, we're like in a we're like in a, a pretty safe pocket in Austin. Yeah, and like tornadoes, we don't have tornadoes too often in the Austin area. I mean, f- we get flooding occasionally, about once yeah. a decade. But yeah, Austin's a good sort of not not a whole lot of uh, major stuff. No no earthquakes really. Um, yeah, we're a little a little north of the hurricanes and a little south yeah. of the tornadoes. We're far enough inland yeah. that by the time a hurricane gets there, to us, it's just there a lot of rain. There not be no tornadoes. I'm I'm out. <laughs> okay, there are definitely there was a tornado last year. Definitely Beast. tornado. <laughs> yeah, and I was terrified. Okay, I've seen Twister. All right, I hid in my closet the entire night. Everybody underground now. <laughs> oh, anyway, well, let's stop talking about horrible natural disasters and let's talk about something it, fun. The important thing uh, is though that uh, that we uh, we care about our friends in Florida. Obviously, obviously, and, uh, we hope everybody's doing okay. Absolutely. So uh, stay safe out there, and you know, hopefully, you're taking care of yourselves. And you know, let us know at the annual pass podcast Twitter, and we'll we'll say hi. Uh, so let's talk about something fun uh so it is october now and i would you know the plan was to talk about halloween horror nights and spooky stuff and i want to go in and talk about something spooky that i know jeff you've been to i've been to beaks i don't think you've been to i haven't this is the horror makeup show at universal studios florida this is probably my favorite live show of all time at any theme park i love this show yeah uh, <laughs> I was wow. going to say, I, I, I was going to agree with you. And then as I was about to say, I remembered that Born, that Born show. And then I was like, well, it's pretty close. I mean, like that's kind of apples and oranges. Like the Born show, like that's a stuntacular. I would yeah. say like, right. a stunt show. Like you're talking Indiana Jones. Here's you're talking the deal, Conan. Though. Here's talking... the deal though. Apples and oranges are both fruit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, the horror makeup show, uh, it is one of only two or three original attractions mm-hmm. that open at Universal. I, when I was when I was looking at uh, when I was doing research on this episode, um, a lot of people say the animal actor stage n- isn't technically an opening show, but it is. Um, the only thing is the animal actor stage actually changed a couple times. It was uh, technically closed in 2001. And it opened up as, I think, the animal actor stage. Mm. And then it closed in 2001 and reopened as Animal Planet Live which then closed in 2006, and now it's animal actors on location. But it's the same show. I mean, right. like, they changed the set a little bit, but I would argue that's the same thing since opening. But some people are like, oh, it's not an original attraction. Mm. That being said, also, the horror makeup show has changed its name twice as well. So, again, co- main content of the show hasn't really altered that much. But, of course, those two shows, and then Jeff's favorite, E.T., has been there since the opening of the park. Yeah. Oh, love that. So those are the three things that have been at Universal Studios Florida um, since opening of the park. Uh, so this is from Universal Sites, comedic thrills and grisly chills. In this outrageous live show, you'll watch how top makeup and special effects artists craft some of the creepy characters you've seen on the big screen, featuring movie clips, props, and interactive demonstrations. This experience offers fascinatingly funny insight into the movie making process. Um, this show is fantastic. It's over off the uh, Sunset Boulevard area, across Mel's Diner, uh, right before you get to um, the Times Square area of Universal Studios, over by, uh, uh, what is it, Cafe La Bamba? Yeah, I see it in my mind. Just mom would never want to go. Why not? I don't know. It's a great show. It's inside. I tried to make a very good argument for Super her. Super air conditioned. Yeah. Sit-, sit down the whole time, have a good time. You get to watch two comedians have just a time of their life for 25 minutes. It's- She'd rather wait in line for Transformers. Also a good ride. Also yes. a good ride, but not not the horror makeup show. Thank it's, you. It's, it's something about the it's the it's you know Disney's very much family friendly, happy, nice 
polite content. This show they get in, and one of the lines in the show is, this isn't Disney. We can make fun of you. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> all right, all right, okay. Because they literally just poke fun at the audience. It's, oh, it's fantastic. Awesome. Uh, from Wikipedia here, I've got this. Universal Orlando's horror makeup show, previously titled The Phantom of the Opera Horror Makeup Show, which, Jeff, you're a big fan of Phantom of the Opera. Yes, I am. Me is too. It's a live show located at Universal Studios Florida that opened on June 7th, 1990, along with the theme park. It's a live demonstration of Universal Pictures' legacy of horror movies, um... Uh, with particular emphasis on prosthetic makeup. It was inspired by the former The Land of a Thousand Faces show, which ran from 1975 to 1980 at Universal Studios Hollywood. It's also notable for being one of, it says, one of two originally open day opening day attractions still in operation at Universal Studios Florida, the other being E.T. Adventure. See, that's the, uh, the, the contentious part right there. Oh, I, see. I would say Animal Actor Stage is also an opening day attraction. That makes sense to me. It does. It makes sense yeah. to me, too. Same stage, still animals. And did you see the, the TikTok of the uh, the dog at Animal Actor Stage on location uh, run off and go find a service dog? <laughs> no, yeah. so cute. They brought it like it was there was a person in the front because they usually have like, you know, like a special access people in the front mm -hmm. row. And uh, they brought a dog out and it saw a service dog who was sitting there and it, like ran over and sniffed his butt. And they were like, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> and, it was, and it was like, come on, back in. And so, but it was, everything was okay. But it's okay, still, cool. it's pretty cute. cute. Um, so Jeff, you'll appreciate this. The we'll show's, see. <laughs> the show is hosted by two uh, two different people up on stage. Uh, it's always the same names for every person. So okay. they're not, there's not their actual names. They're playing characters. Uh, the first one, the host of the show is wearing like a suit and it's kind of like the straight man of the show. Their name is Alex Ross. Which, oh, like the comic artist. Yeah, like the comic artist. I don't know if that was intentional, but it's been around since 1990. Was Alex Ross big in the 90s, early 90s? Uh, he kind of came to prominence in the mid to late 90s. I would say like 96, huh. 97. So this is in, in my head. Yeah, yeah, I remember because in, the early 90s it was dominated. It was dominated by like Todd Mc, McFarlane yeah. and Jim Lee and Rob Lee Feld and those guys. Rob Lee Feld's the, the giant muscular. Yeah, the guy, guy, right? the guy who didn't understand ankles. <laughs> yeah. he, he didn't understand the ankles needed to support the weight of all the muscles. But, but Alex Ross uh, did a lot of like classic DC stuff. He's like very. He, like Americana he, sort of look, right? Yeah, it's very Americana and 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 very high concept and very uh, a lot of portraiture and a mm. lot of painting. Uh, yeah, I've got a Super Grover that he did. He meant like they made a. Uh, I think McFarlane actually did a Super Grover toy, mm -hmm. and he did the art for it. And mm. so it's like Super Grover and like done like a like a very like heroic comic book character, and it's signed by him. I think the thing that was so appealing to uh, uh, to the audiences uh, that Alex Ross did was that he he created lifelike characters yeah. characterizations yeah, yeah. of people when everyone else was going exaggerated and yeah and like hyper muscular realistic yeah it was like yeah. painting style almost as opposed to you know like hand drawn yeah that's awesome. sure. it's very very cool stuff anyway so one of the the main host is named alex ross and the uh let's see here uh they have a friend from the special effects industry that's how they phrase like oh well my friend's in town they're here to show you some special effects it's great to have them out and uh their name is mark james if they're a male and then they're also marty james if they're a female so it's either mark or marty we saw marty uh, we did see Marty. I think yeah. it was, we had, we had two uh, two women hosted our show, right? Yeah, two ladies. Yeah, and they were hilarious too. Um, so from Mar Marty was maybe was one of the funniest live performances I've ever seen. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, fantastic. Like, there's a well, we'll get into it in a little bit, but there's an interview with a couple of actresses who who do the show, and it's just like hilarious reading. They've mm -hmm. been so the the show itself is is literally the whole theater is just the two of them on stage, and I think they have one other producer running the show, and then a, a couple crew members who are there to like help load the audience. Mm -hmm. That's it. It is. Super, super low tech. It's not big fancy. It's not, you know, born stuntacular. They have people all over the right. place. Mm -hmm. This is like as basic as you get. And it looks like Universal gives them a lot of free reign to kind of go nuts and do what, do what they want to do. As long as they're not cursing on stage, they can kind of do whatever they want. And it's 
fantastic. It's really, really good. Um, from blog.discover.universal, oh, discover.discoveruniversal.com. It's there. It rolls right I'm having the issues there. Um, so this is this is great. So this is actually so uh, that the website there, the blog.discoveruniversal.com. You nailed it. That I got time. it that, that time. Uh, they did an interview with two of the actresses back in 2001 or two, uh, 2021. Excuse me. That were just talking about the show and kind of like the process behind it. There's some great, great quotes in there. I'll go check that out if you can. Um, they say it was originally set up to be in the style of a nighttime talk show about Universal Studios horror films, a perfect fit for the park's new, quote, writing the movies theme, especially since Universal Studios basically created the horror genre. And that is absolutely true. Universal is like the main team behind all the horror movies. Mm -hmm. you, you think, you know, you know, Dracula, you think Wolfman, you think Frankenstein, that's all Universal. Creature from the, the Black day. Lagoon. Yeah, which is great for Halloween Horror Nights because they can bring out these classic stables. Uh, when I worked at Disney MGM Studios, when I did the, the great movie ride, mm -hmm. we had a little, just a little section about horror movies. And they're like, oh yeah, the, the classic horror movies in the 1930s and 40s. Look, they're zombies. Moving on. Because <laughs> we couldn't talk about anything. Like, we couldn't talk about the classic ones. So it was like, yeah, that's Universal's pretty much got that one covered. We don't, we couldn't, you know, Disney didn't ha have a lot to say about horror movies, unfortunately. What's your favorite classic horror movie? We were just talking horror movies before this with, with Beats. Um, I mean, well, it's funny. I think Young Frankenstein when I think like classic <laughs> horror movie, which isn't a horror movie. No. But, um, I mean, like, honestly, like Frankenstein is fantastic. It is Old Martin Boris Karloff Frankenstein. Um, that one's a good one. Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. That was the late seventies, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess it's not classic. They're coming to get you, Bob. <laughs> uh, for me, it's Lon Chaney's Wolfman. Oh yeah. I cannot get enough. I, I have plans to get a Wolfman tattoo from that movie. I just haven't really, really it, yeah. awesome. I really, 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 really love that. Well, movie. you could get the annual pass shirt that has uh, producer yes. Ben. As that's Wolfman, true. that's true. He's got him on there. I'm Frankenstein. I, I, I already have that shirt. Ah, there you go. I'm Frankenstein. Yeah, I think you're Dracula mm -hmm. yes. and Beaks. You're your bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> she looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. That last year, the the, uh, the haunted house, the Bride of Frankenstein, uh, re re Revenge of the Bride of Frankenstein, or Bride Ooh. of Frankenstein. I forget what it was. Mm -hmm. That was a great house. It was oh, a really really cool phenomenal. house. And uh, yeah. it was all black and white. Oh, yeah. I'm so jealous! It was so cool. And like, yeah, all the all the brides look so good. Oh, and like the set piece awesome. was so cool. So, but this year it's the uh, Universal Classic Monsters Revenge or something. I forget. It's Wolfman, Frankenstein. I think Dracula. So we'll see that this year. We're going. Dracula. We're going for sure. Um, I should point out too. We should talk about the stage. So when you walk into the uh, into the area, like the the horror makeup show area, mm -hmm. when you first get in, sort of the pre-loading area, it's this sort of theater setup, and they've got props and makeup and stuff from all sorts of different eras like of a little museum horror things yeah they have like Lon Chaney stuff they have uh, like all of these different like Boris Karloff like yeah. makeup kits and things really? and they have a lot of like history of all of these different horror movies um, now they have an area for the mummy the remake of the mummy because everyone assumed that movie was gonna do awesome <laughs> right <laughs> did not over over the years uh, yeah that was that was rough god oh, Tom Cruise you can't save every movie um <laughs> The, oh. the, so over the years, the horror makeup show, um, they, they've changed it a little bit. And like they've added a couple different things. Uh, like originally when the first opened, they actually had a Gorillas in the Mist segment where they had someone come out in a gorilla costume and showed how that worked, which mm. is kind of neat. They did stuff about the fly. They did stuff about uh, The Mummy Returns. Uh, Van Helsing they had a bit on. And now like kind of the big movie is The Mummy, the, the, the remake of The Mummy with Tom Cruise. And, uh, and so they have stuff in the lobby about that. They have, um, I want to say they've got uh, the Crypt 
crypts from the mummy, like the big like tomb from the mummy in there. And they also have some uh, Halloween Horror Nights like m- like mannequins up as well that show how they do the makeup there. Beaks, what, you, you look confused. What's I, going on? I didn't think there were any practical effects in the remake of the mummy. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, the, the whole the whole show is the horror makeup show. <laughs> What did you think it was just like a CGI movie? The no, whole thing? The, yeah. The movie of the remake. No, the, the actress who played the mummy, they like covered her in like okay. tattoos and stuff. Okay. It's a makeup show. It so was a, just, it was a you, bad movie. You, you get me. I do. I do. I totally get you. I saw okay. that. We're on the same page. Okay. I, I saw that movie out in Los Angeles with our friends from Funhouse, and then we just walked out like, whew. <sighs> That was a thing. It's a shame that movie was so bad because the character design yeah. on that mummy oh, she was, was so cool. Yeah. yeah. And like it was begging like do cosplay of this, you know? Yes. Like it was such a unique, interesting character design. And then the movie was uh, uh just such a mess yeah. that mm-hmm. it just it just yeah. Do you remember Russell Crowe is in that movie? Bro, Russell Crowe's in everything nowadays. Yeah. Like what is this going on with? Well, yeah, wasn't he like a He was Jekyll and Hyde. No yeah, 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 yeah. No, he yeah. was going to be Jekyll and Hyde. <gasps> And then, uh, yeah, and then they made a reference to like the Brendan Fraser mummy movies because they, they yeah. find the book and it's like, wait, what? Like it was like way too, it wasn't subtle enough to be like, just like, eh, it like was like, Eastern. they like hold it up to the camera. Like, look at this thing that we have here. Okay, we're gonna put it back. And it's like, anyway, that was, <laughs> and then Jake Johnson was fan. Jake Johnson is hilarious. And he was just like, he, this weird role where he's like, thanks for bringing me back to life. It was, it was that was bizarre. Yeah, it was yeah. bizarre. Very, very odd. But anyway, so you walk in, it has a bunch of cool stuff like that and kind of take your time before they load the theater. And then once you get inside the theater, it seats, I think like, like maybe 500 people. It's not a okay. big theater. So it's a smaller theater, maybe like eight or nine rows. Usually like on slower days, they only load the front half of the theater. Okay. And uh, it's just a, like kind of a little circular theater, kind of not in the round, but it's, it's a like a, I guess a quarter circle kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you circle, you're looking at the stage. The stage is set up to kind of look like, sort of like a makeup shop. So it's like, you know, just sort of like tile floors. And then they've got, you know, shelves with a bunch of cool props. Like they had a Chucky doll there for a while. Um, they've got, a, they've got a pile of limbs over on one side <laughs> where it's like just different prop That's limbs. That's funny. And then uh, some chairs and some like rolling carts and stuff. Just so, you know, kind of like what you would imagine like if you go over to stage two here mm-hmm. where we do all of our props and stuff it kind of looks like that it's very it's very reminiscent of that that stage has pretty much been the same uh the, when they first opened the show it was a lot more clean it was very much like just kind of like a white almost like uh like when you walk into a makeup trailer and it's like very very sort Pristine, of like sparse yeah. you know it initially looked like that then over the years they've kind of changed the setup to make it a little bit more like just has stuff everywhere mm-hmm. it's just kind of kind of like a like a streamer's bedroom you know it's like there's <laughs> there's stuff all over the place it's pretty that's great a, that's a good analogy and so uh, yeah and uh yeah so okay th- this is from that interview again i think one of the big and cool things we get to do is we get to decide which role we want to do says robin who's one of the performers do you want to do host or makeup artist first with uh with summer her partner she doesn't care i truly don't care what we do sometimes we'll rock paper scissors it so the two actors they on know stage, both roles that yeah. well wow. yeah they'll, they'll literally go, I've, I've done the show a couple times in a day and they've just swapped so usually it's just the same two performers throughout the day because it's like it's just one show like they i think they do about five shows during the day typically okay and so it's 25 minute show with a break in between so that's you know six hours of performing that's a lot of so, performing. it is yeah so uh but you know they 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 know the show so well now that literally they can do either role and it's like they'll swap back and forth and that's great and i've seen i've seen the same performers doing both roles 
and it's always, always a blast. Jeff, do you think there's anything that you know well enough that you could do any part of it? Like, are there any 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 movies that you could quote along so much that you could actually do the whole thing and play any role in it? Uh, there was a period of time when I could have played any character in any episode of It's Always Sunny. Wow. <laughs> Uh, but I, that 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 that's been years. I could see you being Dennis. Like you, you strike me as like you could nail Dennis a little bit more. You've got that quiet intensity to you that I think. Quiet <laughs> intensity. Yeah, it's a good descriptor. I like that. Like I, I don't like I don't see you. I could I could see. I you, wish I could be Dennis. <laughs> I could see you kind of be a Charlie, but I don't think you're manic enough to be a Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Beaks, do you watch a lot of shows? Do you watch a lot of It's uh, Always Sunny? Uh, no, I don't uh, watch real people shows, but I have a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of musicals in shows? my life. Yeah. <laughs> I could probably quote every character's part in like Phantom or Rent for okay. sure. 100%. Okay. 521,000? Yeah, 600 minutes. Yeah. What happened to Benny? What happened to his heart? I don't know. Yeah, I know. Will you light my candle? I could. All right. Um, <laughs> those are rent quotes, Jeff. I no, know I got it. You're I, not, I, not big into musicals. Listen, I I live with someone who is, uh, so I'm oh, okay. I, I get a lot you're of the osmosis. Yeah, I'm musical adjacent. Yes, yeah. you're musically inclined by association. <laughs> yeah, nice. Man, yeah, so it, it's great. And like, honestly, like you said, like the performers there, they've done this role. Some of the actors have been there, I want to say since opening. Like there's two or three people that have been there for a long time. There, awesome. There's one gentleman in particular that is very clearly Beetlejuice. Yeah. Like you listen, oh, you're yeah. like, yeah. yep, that's Beetlejuice 100% after. And like, usually after the show, I'll hang around and just like thank the performers. Sure. Cause like a lot of time people are like, all right, they'll get up and move yeah. on to the next thing. And it's like, they put their heart into this thing and they're having a blast I, on stage. Yeah, I do that for any live yeah. performances. Surely it's not, I mean, it's their 10,000 hours right so it's yeah. not that dissimilar from what you do here yeah. like if you wanted to you could sleepwalk through like seriously i mean you could just yeah. like you could sleepwalk through any production it, Rooster Teeth has ever made. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at this point, and I mean, yes, a lot of people would argue he already sleepwalks through. I do, I do my <laughs> most of the productions. You read my mind. But you know what I mean? It's it's, it's because it's not written. Um, what we do is you know more off the cuff yeah uh yeah. but uh, it, I, I think it just comes with like just hours and reps, hours, and hours. Yeah, yeah, reps. yeah well and even in this interview they talk about how you know there is a script and the script is really funny yeah but and they could just do the script and it'll be a funny show but they're given free reign to add stuff to it mm -hmm. and so like they'll make references like pop culture references and like something will hit the news like i can guarantee you there's like a queen reference like after the queen passed away like right. they, they add stuff like that to the show all the time like I, I was watching some uh some videos there's tons and tons of videos online of people like doing full shows which is great to watch the different performers yeah but like one guy came out and made a one direction joke and it's like <laughs> that's awesome yeah it's it's so funny and it's just like it's fun to it's kind of like jungle cruise where your your skipper can give you a different show like yeah. you know sometimes you get really hilarious shows sometimes there's kind of like mm -hmm. eh, and it really depends on the energy and kind of how they can take a script and do different things with it well you can definitely read how uh how much a performer is enjoying the performance. Yeah. You know, yeah. And that, that certainly impacts the audience. And this, in this show for me, it feels like kind of similar to us in Achievement Hunter. It feels like to me, they're just trying to make each other laugh and there's right. happens to be an audience there. God, that's the mm -hmm. best part. Yeah. It's like, I mean, there's, there are some kind of, kind of schlocky jokes and whatnot, but mm -hmm. for the most part, it's like, like when we do, like back in the day when we do Achievement Hunter videos, my goal was just to make Jeff laugh. I, I, I love give a that. crap about anything else. If I could get Jeff <laughs> to laugh, I, I had a successful video. Still and, waiting. <laughs> <laughs> love you too buddy but it, it's 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 really great I, i'm not gonna do i'll tell you right now i'm not gonna do like a walk through the show for this thing sure. because this is one that i want you to go see and it's i mean 
I can't imagine they'd replace it with anything. This this show is legendary. It's classic and it's really cheap too. Like I mean, you play you pay two performers and that's really it. The right. show and there's not a big there's not a whole lot of special effects yeah. or anything. I mean, it is a special effects show, but it's not like explosion. There's no mm-hmm. fire like Born Stuntacular. And it is a classic attraction that doesn't take up a big footprint. Apparently, when they made the show, I think uh, um, Expedition Theme Park did a great documentary on it. Go check that out on YouTube. But they said it cost around like six or seven million dollars to make, and that's <laughs> nothing. And I mean, a thir- in the grand scheme, yeah. I mean, it's been up for over 30 years now. It's so, made I mean, that money back. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so, and again, two performers, like, and just the team members. So, like, this show I don't think is going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I highly, highly, highly recommend that you check out this show. It's one that's easy to miss. Like, BK, how, how many times have that's you been? That's what I've walked by it so many times. Even my parents would be like, eh, it's whatever. You don't want to do that. Yeah. But now understanding that it is more, like, comedy-based, it's going to be live performers. I definitely knew that. I didn't go to a lot of those things being younger because my parents weren't sure what to get into and I was always with them so they could never see it to tell me. Mm, So I think that's probably why I haven't seen it because I would love this. I cosplay. I love special (laughs) practical effects. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, here is like, I'm showing BK and Jeff just like the stage, like like the the performers there. It's great. Like, because they'll pull, they'll pull audience Mm -hmm. members to do stuff. (laughs) And it's just like a lot of fun because they mess with the audience members and they've, you know, I'm, I'm showing you a video before the pandemic, but now they like, you know, they do stuff that like references the pandemic like they'll have a volunteer come on <laughs> stage so funny. like i don't know That's how long so they'll do it funny. i just remembered the hand sanitizer yeah so <laughs> like so like they come on stage and they have like hand sanitizer for themselves but then they brought like a kid on stage and they're like where are you from he's like i'm from florida and they like put hand they just keep a pumping lot, hand a sanitizer lot. On his hand. Like, like a pile of hand sanitizer Here you go. okay good are you good yeah. okay but stuff like that it's like oh yeah. that's fun you know it's like it's harmless but it's really funny stuff but the set is really cool it's all you know stressed off like a makeup set you would imagine you yeah know, tons of heads and stuff all over the place. They got a skeleton. They it's had also a, giving kind of laboratory vibes, yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah, which yeah. is nice. Um, there's some really cool. I mean, they do. They, it is a very light history of Universal horror, and like they cool. talk about makeup, they talk about prosthetics and like latex versus makeup. And uh, they actually have a uh, a mock up of the head from uh, 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 an American Werewolf in London. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. is really because they show how like the prosthetics, how they like expanded it when when the dude transforms mm-hmm. into the werewolf, like his face contorts, and they actually a lot of that was like animatronic in the transition stuff and it's really really cool because they have the heads and that is one of the few things that has been there since opening day that head the wolfman head has been there since day one have you seen an american wolf in london the the john landis movie add that to your list list? you gotta put that at the top of your list that is a phenomenal film yeah great movie and uh but yeah it's the the whole show is a lot of fun the um so what else do i have to say about this oh yeah so obviously i'm a big fan of of the horror makeup show i every time we go to universal i go check it out but they have some diehard fans and that same uh, that same discovery or discovered that you are blog.universal nope that's wrong blog.discoveryuniversal.com interview I you got it. it I had it you one got, time and then I fell apart uh, again a quote from it uh, quote some of our diehard fans will bring us treats and snacks continues summer some of our awesome pass holders come in cosplay there you go BK, ah! like you. we have people like this girl who brought us two rubber ducks you'll see them on stage painted as Alex and Marty uh, in the background so they actually uh-huh. she brought two rubber ducks uh-huh. and they put them on the set that's so cute, so cute. And, uh, yeah they're actually in like the back left corner you gotta uh, look for the I'll duckies can, next time y'all go I'll see if I can secret, spot it secret duckies yeah, yeah. So it's, can you spot the duckies let me see I, it's tough to see in this shot it's kind of behind the 
at, at a wrong angle. They're at an angle from the left, so we can't see Yeah, the left. yeah, it's kind of covered up by some stuff. But anyway, so that's really cool. I mean, it is a show that people love, and I go to yeah. every single time. And even though it's technically the same show, it's not. Every, right. every show is different. Well, yeah, it's through the improvisational nature of it, they're allowed to maintain cultural relevance. Yeah. Right? So it's always allowed to exist in the moment. Mm -hmm. And yeah. one thing I think that maybe we didn't hit on enough is that it is super informational yeah. too. Yeah, like yeah. you really are learning about special effects and That's it is awesome. super interesting stuff. Yeah. I will, I will say if you have some squeamish people with you, there yeah. are a couple videos they show, but they do give you warning during the show that they'll show stuff from like the thing. And you know, like some of the classic, like evil dead's in there. actually, there's <sighs> a lot of cool, like horror stuff. They'll show like, and like, then they'll go like, this is how they did the effects or like, yeah. and they'll show like some like cool, like knife effects and how they do blood and stuff. And it's, it's really neat. And they do pull like an audience member from the, or they pull, a volunteer from the audience and it's usually someone that doesn't want to be on stage and uh they i read a couple of interviews with some of these people they say they try to go for people who don't know english like they specifically will target people it's like that looks like someone who's not from america <laughs> and they'll bring them on and just like the confusion and then just play it all it's it's so great it's so great and it's fun because you know you do a lot of live stuff and you, when you have someone like that you have an unknown mm. you just kind of have to roll with whatever they're giving you and they can you, you can have like a volunteer who's like super over the top excited or volunteer does not want to be there and they will make it funny every single time. Yeah, so it's a, it's a fun challenge it as is, an entertainer. It is really, really fun. Um, yeah, so again, I'm not going to give you a walk through this because I want you to see this show and it is, it is, it's it's worth it. 100%. If you go to Universal Studios Florida, go check out the horror makeup show. Tell Emmanuel Pass sent you um, because you, you got to see it. It's a 25-minute show. It runs about five times a day. They've got the, the times in the uh, in the app where they have a sign out front. It, it can be easy to miss because it is kind of in a corner, sort of tucked around in a corner. Yeah, like the sign <laughs> is like, in my memory, you can walk by. You have to kind of look back to see yeah. it, right? I think it's like it's a mock-up of the Pantages Theater. Yeah. And it has a marquee that's yeah. a horror makeup show. And uh, yeah, you could think it's a restaurant, like to yeah. be honest, because it's yeah. right next to the restaurant, or just <laughs> across or, Mills, or yeah. just like window dressing, something, right? Because yeah. that whole like uh, avenue is all themed that way. Yeah, so. but uh, go check it out. If anything, you know, just for a classic Universal to see something yes. that's been there since the park opened. You know, you, literally, it's funny. The three attractions that are all there since opening day are right. within like yeah. a couple hundred feet of each other. Listen, go see it, or he'll never stop telling you to go <laughs> see it. <laughs> you gotta put on your bingo checklist. I you know, know. I that know. is that is one of them. That Original the free, ride. It should be the free space because everyone yeah. should go to this thing. <laughs> Uh, one fun fact I have about it. So the, the show is, you know, it hasn't changed a lot, but they have done some different stuff. Um, at the end of the show, uh, there is like a finale where something happens where like it, something appears and is, is fun and it's like chaotic and whatnot. The ending of the show has changed. Uh, where originally, Jeff, you'll appreciate this. The original end of the show ended with they had the fly pods. Okay. So they had Jeff Goldblum's The mm -hmm. Fly from the 80s. They had two fly pods on the other side and, the, and uh, Mark James would get into one of them and then appear on the other side as like creepy fly and then he'd come out the other side all torn up and whatnot i so, appreciate that yeah and so and then at the end yeah it was fun then at the end of the show like he would turn around he had little fly wings and like <laughs> oh, that's, that's cute and then uh they had a character named uh what was it it was edgar so now the end of the show has a character uh named uh eddie i'll just say yeah it's from a kid's show but they had a character before named edgar who you ever you ever seen ed ed and eddie yes of course it's, it's that one. exactly that one uh they had a character named uh edgar who was a uh like a like hunchback kind of like character who would come out and do, do a very similar thing mm. to what eddie does so it was more of a, a different kind of prop so mm. don't want to spoil it for you bk because I, I, I want you to see this show with me so we much. will but uh but yeah again i can't stress enough this this show it's it's very unique very fun and Anytime you give improv actors the sort of free reign 
insane to go nuts on a show like this you're gonna have you're gonna have a great time so go check out that show when you're there uh oh I, do you have a question oh uh, no i guess i was just gonna be like i don't know giving more love to the the actors at the theme parks because they really like do the thing and yeah, we don't yeah. see a lot of it now like my most recent experience which was pretty cool as I was forced to go watch the Frozen sing-along. Oh, yeah. Um, I did not know there's two hosts of that as the storytellers, and they're improving the moments, the major moments of the story, and it was hilarious. Yeah. It made the experience so interesting. So, like, anything with real actors, real cast in any theme park, go support, please. Like, yeah. they make it. Yeah, that was my favorite thing. Like when I did, when I worked there, you know, I specifically wanted to do an attraction where you got to spiel, like right. you got to talk to the audience. So I worked at the Great Movie Ride, which you know it is a very scripted performance, mm -hmm. but again, you can turn it into something good if you if you do it right, as opposed to just kind of like robotic read lines. Right. And then I did the Backlot Tour, which I also had a little bit of rain to kind of say like tweak lines how I wanted to, and I had a lot of fun with that. And I love those things, and it's it's sad that those are kind of going away because they are more expensive. They take more right. you know, more time to train. You, there's more of a performance type role as opposed to just kind of a normal cast member role. But really, again, it's like Kilimanjaro Safaris is like, that one's kind of cool because there is a lot of improv in that one mm -hmm. because it's animals. That's the one in Animal Kingdom. What are they Jeff. doing? Yeah, yeah. like and so, make like, it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally like a rhino could walk in front of the truck and it's like, well, we're not moving for a while and so I've got to kill time and they're not going to honk a horn at the animals. Right. You know, it's their house. And so, um, yeah, that, I love that one just because there's cheetahs in it. I love cheetahs. Those are my favorite animals. You're a cheetah guy? I love cheetahs. Hmm. Cheetahs are the largest cat that purr. You did not peg me for you like cheetah, a cheetah Yeah, I love cheetahs. I love cats. You're a big Chester cheetah fan? Chester. Yeah. Some cheese puffs. It's good times. He wears glasses. He does. Back yeah, what, <laughs> yeah, you, you, so, oh, what, now you got a lot, you got a lot cooler, He's Jeff. Cool. Yeah. Didn't I get cooler? Like you got a little boring there Too in the middle yeah. of the show. I'm back. I'm back. Cool Jeff's back. Yeah. <laughs> This is where you take out the ponytail and, and you let it fly. Yeah, like whoa, who is this guy? Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna like, go buy a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> you missed that. You're, that's like like early 40s when you buy the motorcycle. <laughs> I bought a motorcycle in my early 20s and I wrecked it twice, and that's why I don't have a motorcycle yeah. in my 40s. You laid down a Vespa too. <laughs> I, oh, no, I didn't. No. I didn't lay down a Vespa. I flipped a Vespa. <laughs> oh, that's a fun story. But. uh <laughs> Yeah, so, but uh, I'm trying to think of what other attractions, are there any at Universal that have, I mean, other than like the stunt shows, obviously, mm -hmm. like, those are full on performance shows. But uh, yeah, like the like Am I tripping Jaws, the Jaws? I was gonna say, didn't that have people? Jaws right? had a host, but that's gone now too. Yeah, R.I.P. King Kong, Confrontation had a host, and I totally You're forgot right. that. Uh, yeah, Confrontation had a host, but yeah, it's really like Backlot Tour is kind of like the only big one now. Like, I think the Hollywood Backlot Tour is gonna be the most kind of like spieling thing. But even now, they replaced a lot of it with with pre-recorded stuff, which is annoying. Drives me nuts. We need a resurgence. No more screens telling me things. I want people. I want acting, improvisation, and comedy give it to me <laughs> it's fun too because a lot of the actors and actresses at uh at universal you'll see them bounce between stunt tech the born stuntacular and the horror makeup show you'd be like huh yeah, are so, you good yeah i've seen like the the, the cia director end up as like yeah, marty yeah. james it's like wait a minute i was like was... yeah yeah i do these on tuesdays don't worry yeah <laughs> it is fun though it is kind of it is cool you go enough of those things you start spotting the same people and he, like awesome. again there's a dude who's very clearly beetlejuice and uh and also during halloween horror nights they typically will have beetlejuice or another performer out Outside, kind of, well, yeah. either, either outside or like before the the makeup show oh, starts, okay. they'll be there, kind of hyping up the crowd and stuff, and it's really funny. I feel like I've seen a Beetlejuice yeah. at, at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. They're doing a they're doing a new Beetlejuice movie, right? Are they? I think so. Maybe I, I did see talks about 
it recently, but it could be because it's almost spoopy season on Twitter. That's but true. I've been um, seeing a lot of clips. That's true. Ben's way too slow on this. He one. is. We've talked about this before. I feel like we have. Back ben Lexa. and forth. I think there's rumors in the ether. Give me a minute. I'll find something. All right. Well, here. Fact well, while you think of that, I've got some postcards here. We got some Ooh. stuff. Uh, I love. We love postcards here. Oh wow! At annual pass. What is uh, this? And so oh I got. God. I got a couple in here. We can read a couple. I got one here from. Uh, let's see here, Jeanette. Who says hello? It's it's the uh, Disney Cruise Line. Oh my so god, is, Disney Cruise Line! I grew on, up on those. I, oh, did you? I've never been on one. I've been on like so many. How are they? They are awesome. Really? Like, uh, oh my gosh! This is a picture of the Magic. The which Magic. I, does this go to Florida or California? <laughs> Florida. Uh, okay, yeah. So the Magic. <laughs> it says hello again, J uh, Jeff, Jack, BK, and Ben. I also sent the Tivoli Gardens postcard, which I think I gave to yes. you right there. Uh, but wanted to send this too. There were two water slides on the Disney Cruise, so I considered it appropriate for this podcast. Uh, it's Disney. It's, of course, it's appropriate. Maybe Rooster Teeth can send you on one. Uh, uh, any new Disney uh, and the new Disney wish boat has a fancy new water yeah. ride. Love the podcast. The wish is the brand new one that just launched this year. That's I, cool. I wish. I think Thank I've been all the Jeanette. other ones. Uh, it's pretty awesome. What, okay. What's Jeanette's uh, Tivoli garden? First one? of all, this like, That's for those of you can see one. there's, it's massive. There's lots of roller coasters on it. There's the rides. I don't like the drop ones. And then I have no idea what this is. It looks like an AT walker. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, it looks like they're flying no, around. Horrifying. Hello, Jeff, Jack, VK, and Ben. My family have been planning to go to, uh, I can't say that, up up in Hagen, Open Weapon Hagen. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Uh, for a, a couple of years, and thanks to your podcast, I forced them to go to Travoli Gardens as it is one of the oldest theme parks. I recommend it. It's a very strange park. Once you get inside its walls, it's unlike any park I've been to. I absolutely love the podcast, and you've helped grow my theme park obsession to unhealthy levels <laughs> thank you Jeanette let's go where, does it say where Tivoli Gardens is I it sounds like Europe I don't see it I'm looking I can't see I will tell you if I find out Ben Lexa where is Tivoli Gardens Denmark thank Denmark. you Denmark oh nice we can go there then we can go to Legoland sick that's cool. I don't want to ride that. I, yeah, mm. that looks that looks very scary. That it looks, looks like, like centrifugal force sky. is what that looks like. Jeff what do you got there? Uh, well, I'm going to be able to read most of this. This is greetings from Worlds of Fun. Worlds of Fun. And it's lenticular, so it's Ooh. very cool. Um, it's a very, it's a weighty postcard. That's yeah, good. yeah. I like it. Those are nice. Uh, this is, uh, here, well, I'll just do my best. Uh, hello again. Uh, the Halloween haunt is about to begin uh, at Worlds of Fun, and I can't wait. I am super jealous, but happy for you guys. Oh, thank you to go to Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, I've been once, but it was, uh, I've only been once, but it was awesome. Here at World of Fun, there is a vampire-themed haunted house, and then it's, it's in the... Oh, it's, it's got, it hard got to stamped, read. Yeah, yeah, it's got stamped, so it's like, that used to have underground nightclub-themed computer with str strippers. <laughs> they hey. have is been like, like removed the start blade? to be right. more <laughs> family-friendly, lol. Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? Do you have a name? Uh, it looks like uh, uh, Storm. Is that Storm and Scully? Uh, it's Mulder and Scully. Yeah, Stormer Sully. Storm Stormy St Sully. Stormy. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you so much for sending this us that. This is one of the coolest ones we've gotten. So that is really nice. see, oh, that's what you mean by the big word you said. Lenticular. Yeah, got, lenticular. I've got the the uh, scenic skyway from Nobles. This is Hey Jack, Jeff, and BK. Sorry, Ben. Uh, look forward to the show every week. <laughs> Here's a local park with a bunch of wooden roller coasters, also known as the Carnival That Never Left. Uh, thanks, Evan, Kathleen, and Ethan. This is Nobles. I think it's in it's in uh, Pennsylvania. Elliesburg, Ooh. Pennsylvania. Elliesburg, Pennsylvania? 
I really hope they wrote sorry Ben on there. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, no, they did. They definitely did <laughs> they not. They definitely yeah. didn't. Uh, uh, just to follow up on Beetlejuice 2 real quick. Uh, so back in February, Deadline reported that Brad Pitt's production company Plan B was on board to produce a Beetlejuice sequel. That's all the news we have about it so far. Yeah, it's listed as in production uh, on IMDb. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll Ooh, be honest, production. Brad Pitt's production company is the one that ruined World War Z. So anyway. Well, as long as Tim Burton is involved, I wouldn't worry. I, you know, that's he, true. He's, he's listed as involved in the IMDb. Oh, that's good. Okay, uh, last one here, Jeff. Uh, okay, so this is... Uh, this is uh, Worlds of Fun, Oceans of Fun. Double Y postcard. Um, what the... Yeah, it's awesome. And it's, uh, you could, yeah, that's you could, what like, I'm chop saying. wood it's with this like thing. I got two monitors. Uh, and this is from the same people. It's from uh, uh, Storm and Avery uh, Sully, it looks like. Uh, hello, Jack, Jeff, BK, and... Let's assume Ben. <laughs> I can't read that. It says, it definitely says, hello, Jack, Jeff, BK, and... And then it's I can't lost, make out the last. It's the three last letters. Okay. I can't get it. It's probably Dave Cobb. Yeah, yeah. Probably Dave. Yeah. Oh, Dave. Maybe Dave. Yeah, yeah and Dave. Mally, maybe. Uh, I'm going to be sending y'all another postcard. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> yeah, we got it. And a bunch of pins from Worlds of Fun. Oh, Ooh. my grandma gets a season passes for Christmas every year, so my wife and I go all the time. That's a great grandma. Yeah, here I, th I think we actually have the. Not that my grandma's not great, but she's I think not we might have the pins in here. Worlds see. of Fun. Uh, and I go all the time. They've got great coasters and water slides, and are getting a new one next year. Storm Legend on the site. Oh, oh, and then. One out of four notes you will get. <laughs> this is number one of four. I realize yeah, the number. I've got three of four here. I got as four well. of four. Yeah. I guess this so is two of two of four. Yeah, yeah, this is two of four. So we've got here's the uh, worlds of fun pins. Thank you very much again from uh, Storm and Avery. Thanks for letting us play this ARG too. This is great. This is I awesome. Got, yeah, uh, mine mine has four. It's the lapel pin set. It's got Patriots, Viking Voyager, Prowler, and Boomerang. Can I see for a second? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Mine. Thank no. You. no. We can add it to the set. Whenever, whenever we get oh, a like, set, someday. I like the Patriot. Oh, Boomerang looks cool. Boomerang looks really cool. What, what, what you got there? BK? I, uh, note four four. You are able to make it out to our local park. Our Halloween haunt is great, but yeah. the water park is also super cool. Ooh. Thank you. Check out these awesome pins. These are pretty cool. Fury of the Nile. I like them. That's cool. Yeah, Mamba. Oh, Mamba looks right. Neat. They're awesome. Oh, there more. Yeah. Yeah. I'll trade you. Second set. What's Pinterest. the other set? Let me see. No, 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 I like those ones back. Give me those ones back. Oh, I like... Uh, Jeff, give them back. Come on. <laughs> that one is a snake. Oh, <laughs> we got pin trading happening on the set right this now. This one's got a super fast eagle. Nice. So if you want to send us a postcard or send us anything, like, uh, I mean, all of these amazing pins, thank you again, everyone. You can send it to Annual Pass Care of Rooster Teeth Productions, 1901 East 51st Street, Austin, Texas, 78723. And uh, yeah, and we and, like I want to start. We have so many postcards now. I'm gonna make some sort of collage. Like I'm gonna go and get like a cork board. Yeah. And we can start having them up because we have enough now to fill like a, a wall. And this is awesome. That's exactly what I wanted to happen. Yes. And it's great. It's and almost so, like you could do that on one of our monthly live streams. That's true. Ooh. That's true. Uh, speaking of which, thank you for the r reminder, Ben. We have another stream coming up October 12th at 2 p.m. Central. So October 12th over at YouTube.com/slash/AnnualPass or over at Rooster Teeth, 2 p.m. Central. We're gonna be answering Q&A questions that we ask you, the audience, during every at the end of every episode. And then if we pick your answer uh, from our list of questions, then we will send you a theme park map, an autographed theme park map. And uh, speaking of which, we got to ask a question for this week. So I'm going to ask this. Since we're talking about the horror makeup show, what is your favorite scary movie? Because, you know, horror, horror movies obviously have a whole lot of makeup and a whole lot of special effects and prosthetics. What is your favorite scary movie? Hmm? That's like the, it's like, that sounds like the opening of Scream. What's your favorite scary movie, Cindy? <laughs> Sydney? I thought it was Sydney. I, uh, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. So go to roosterteeth.com. 
leave a comment in the uh, the comments of this episode over on the site of what your favorite scary movie is. And uh, producer Ben's going to go through, pull out a whole bunch during our live stream, and we'll mail you guys some uh, theme park maps. So thank you very much. Uh, BK, do you feel like you learned anything today? Yeah, I learned that I'm pissed I've never seen this show before, and I have to go. You it's on top of my list. Got, how many times have you been to Universal I, Studios I, Florida? I literally could not count, like, yeah. on the hands I own, yeah. which are only two. <laughs> I say? Don't get it twisted, okay? Uh, Jeffrey, you feel like you learned anything? I do. I learned that uh, not everybody liked the, uh, the new Mummy movie, I guess. <laughs> it's crazy. I didn't know Terracotta Warriors were mummies. I'm just <laughs> trying to figure that one out still. Uh, go and uh, check out that interview over at blog.discoveruniversal.com. Uh, it's fantastic. It's really great. Just look up Horror Makeup Show interview, and you can, you can read that interview. It's a really, really cool interview. Go check out Expedition Theme Park's history of the Horror Makeup Show. It's really good. It's only like 12 minutes long. It's really awesome as well. And uh, thank you so much, everyone, for supporting our show and watching and listening to our show. It really means the world to us. Uh, please spread the word about Annual Pass. We're going to be trying. To get, we're going to be getting out to Florida very soon for Halloween Horror Nights. we got to get there before the end of October because yes. that's when it shuts down. And uh, yeah, and just tell your friends about it because, uh, you know, this this podcast spreads by word of mouth. Absolutely. And don't forget to listen to the Rat Castle podcast with our friend Dave Cobb and go watch the Savannah Bananas when they come to your town playing banana ball. I like BK. I like your shirt. Your I shirt's okay. I survived the annual pass podcast. You did. Well, so far. You did. It's an awesome shirt. We have, we have a couple of spooky shirts. We have the I survived the annual pass podcast yes. one. We have our faces shirt and we have our uh, this is my theme park shirt coming soon. I got to figure out when that one's coming soon. Like it's coming I, I want to say the end of October. I gotta, I'll, I'll yell or emerge people figure out when that's happening. We'll have an answer during our live stream. But uh, again, thank you very much, everyone. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you next time. And thanks for watching and listening to Annual Pass. Bye. See ya. Bye.